Yo, yo, yo. Welcome to the NS9 postgame show. I'm your host, Anthony DiNardo. With me, we have Jim Rosati. James, how are you doing today? Let's just get this thing over with. Nice hat, by the way. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I believe that team was much better than the Pirates today. Yeah, the, the Pirates were playing worse than, you know, their typical AAA affiliate today. Yeah. Really all month. Just a pathetic game to, like, yeah, basically like you're saying, to somewhat come... We're close to capping off the month, but I mean, this pretty much would cap it if, if so. Just bad, just bad pitching, defense, hitting, everything, just bad. Everything was awful today. Uh, Rich Hill, that second inning of his was terrible. Cody Bolton comes in, you know, when the Pirates actually did a somewhat decent job of like trying to claw their way back into this thing, Cody Bolton comes in, they just, uh, he had he had none of that. He was not going to have any part of a close no. game today. He ensured that uh, this was a blowout. Correct. That's the like type of that outing. Way. That's the type of outing that uh, that ends your major league career. To be honest, that type of <laughs> like, outing. Like as I jokingly said a couple times, the Cam View outing. Yeah, yeah. and like it's not even jokingly. Like a third of an inning, thirty-eight pitches, you give up eight runs. Like, yeah. He's probably least, gone tomorrow. And but at least he didn't throw like 51 or whatever it was. And, and Shelton's got to feel bad that night. At least at least Shelton took him out semi-respectfully and said, okay, it's just 30 some pitches. Now you're coming out of the game. But you're right. I mean, there was there was like this slim chance. I mean, you felt the way this game was going, the pirates weren't gonna catch up and, and tie it up or win. But at least there was a slim chance they were scoring a few runs afterwards. And right, Cody Bowen just said. See you later. Good night. Sayonara. This was just awful. Now, like, I feel like there's always some bright spots. Dale says Jack Swinsky's his player of the game. I'm not even going to give it. I don't know. I don't know if I can give it to Jack. I was going to say there's some bright spots. I like to call him Took. Had three hits. Now, we'll forget about that issue on the base paths. But he did have three hits. He had some good defense. That's kind of where it ends. Jack Sawinski did have two home runs. You're talking player of the game. He did have two home runs. One was off of a position player. So it is what it is. <laughs> I mean, it was it was just a just a god awful game. Yeah, I mean Sawinski two home runs. One when they were down six to one, and the other when they were down fourteen to three. So yeah. yeah, sure. Like he hit two home runs. He now has eleven on the season. Um, four just in this road trip in, you know, four games. Tucapita Marcano, I, you know, good things about him. Uh, three for four today. He, he got a hit in his first three plate appearances. Double, double, single. He's just continued looking pretty good. Uh, and then Josh Palacios, you know, you got to say something about him too. I mean, he started off the game triple, double, 
the triple was a triple, but still a triple and a double. Palacios and Marcano have not been the problem. They weren't sure. I mean, there were a lot of problems today, mainly on the pitching side. Right. This is just where I have like issue with that statement. And this doesn't go with Marcano. Marcano, I want to take away what you said. Marcano's looked good. Much, or I forget how you word it, but Marcano's looked better than good. I mean, Marcano's actually been playing quite well, especially recently. The bat's really coming alive. Again, this is not me believing in this. It's not me saying, like, Marcano's arrived. He's a good player. But I'm interested. I'm intrigued. And so far, he's proven himself. I mean, the guy's hitting right now. I mean, especially off of righties, for one. But uh, I don't know, man. This whole Palacios thing is just killing me. I know you say that, but how many times do we have to watch him try to fill, like, just try to pick up a baseball in the outfield? Oh, I mean, he was, he, was, he was not good in right field today. He's At a terrible play, though, fielder. He was, he was fine. Yeah, was okay. Fine. I give him his props to the two hits today. He increased like his weight runs created plus by like 50 points because of those two hits today. I know it's not a whole lot of sample. I don't really believe in him. And again, like this is more my thing about the problem. Like I understand like every individual player is not a problem, but just because they're not a problem doesn't mean you can't approve upon it. And I'm not going to go down this rabbit hole. I'm not, but like I- I'm not. I'll just be quiet. Like I said on Twitter. He had a good yeah, game. We don't, I'll keep we, we don't have to talk very long about this game. <laughs> By no means. We, we do not need to go into detail on much of what happened today. Uh, I mean, okay. You want a positive? Dude, I mean, sure. <laughs> Three strikeouts today. That was it. Not good for uh, over four and a half Disclafani betters. <laughs> <laughs> the Rosati curse <laughs> extends to the betting world. Yeah. I saw that tweet today. I was dying, by the way. The Rosati curse is well and alive, Jim. Everyone's recognizing it. I don't even care anymore. Run with it. <laughs> it's not a curse. This team's just bad, first off. Yeah, this is just a <laughs> bad, awful team. I take I take no responsibility for any of this. <sighs> Rodolfo Castro. Over four, looked terrible in the field. Well, I'm gonna say looked terrible. He had, he had some really good plays though as well, and some terrible plays. I, I just, I don't know, man. Like I, I, everywhere, like I just feel, you know, what really irks me about this, the entirety of the organization. Just no one wants to win. Like I don't see it from the players anymore. We sure, sure as hell don't see it from the front office, the management. I, like I, I just, I don't. Well, Leonardo, their their internal projections had them as a losing team at this point. We should just be happy with how, you know, surprisingly great we're exceeding these expectations. Exactly. (laughs) I'm butting my tongue on so many things because I want to have a three-hour rant right now. Yeah, this was only supposed to be, uh, you know, Vegas had them at, what, 67 and a half wins? This was only supposed to be a 67 and a half win team, Donardo. They're way better than what people thought of, thought of them. They're only three games better than the Cubs right now, by the way. For everyone trolling me about the Cubs tweet and how terrible the Cubs are, they're only three games better than the Cubs. So there's that. Anyways, <laughs> I don't yeah, know. I mean, it was just, uh, this, this, was just, this was just a terrible game. I mean, Rich Hill, um, probably his worst outing. I mean, he got through six innings. 
he's really kind of settled in after that second, but that second inning was just really bad. He was getting hit hard, wasn't missing bats. The Giants, you know, Rich Hill is interesting in that you, know, you need to take a certain approach against him to hit him. And what makes him good when he's on is being able to mess up hitters' timing. The Giants had a really good approach against him today. They were just peppering him, covering that outside part of the plate, going the other way. They weren't being overly aggressive. They were just kind of letting Rich Hill throw batting practice to them for the most yeah. part instead of, you know, um, getting getting overly aggressive. And it, it worked today. Like, that's how you beat Rich Hill is how the Giants uh, kind of approach today's game. And unfortunately for the Pirates, when when that happens, they showed that they don't really have the firepower to to match that. Well, not many teams have much firepower to match 14 runs, but yes. <laughs> but I mean, to your point before Bolton came in there, right? I understand. I was still yeah. with him reach, but, and yeah, like six runs is astronomical for the Pirates right now. One thing I want to talk about with the Rich Hill, just because like, this is a bad start. I fully get it. And I know there's a lot of like, Rich Hill is terrible people out there, like this faction and whatnot. And like, I'm, I'm okay with the start, if that makes sense. Rich Hill is Rich Hill. You know, when the signing happened, Rich Hill is Rich Hill. He's going to give you this. And it's like, I'm not putting this whole loss on Rich Hill. I guess what I'm coming at is whatever. We know he's not the greatest pitcher. He's here for other reasons, but he's also competent. And with that said, like when you look at his outings, seven run, a five run, and a six run. After that, he's only allowed more than four runs four times. Like he's also been really good. You know, like it's a mixed bag of balls with Rich Hill. He has these clunkers, but he also gives you really, really good outings. And I feel like too many, too many people look really closely at these bad outings and just say Rich Hill is terrible, get him off the team. But then you also recognize just a couple outings go zero earned runs, one earned run, four earned run, two, zero, one, two. So like also talk about problems. I don't look at Rich Hill as a problem either. He is what he is. He's a back-end starter. This rotation has been solid. These bats need to come alive. And I'm sorry, this defense is just atrocious everywhere. Every single position right now is atrocious. Except for third when Hayes is there. I'll disagree with you a little bit on this. Um, I I won't disagree with your main premise of like Rich Hill has been fine. Rich Hill has been fine. You know, if you expected more of this from Rich Hill, then you were probably being a little overly optimistic. Yeah, he's he's a back end starter. What he's given you over his first one, two, three, four, five, six, 10, 11 starts now, I think. One, two, three, mm-hmm. four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Yeah. yeah, 11. Um, what he's given you over his first 11 starts is fine. Now, today, he was bad. Awful. Yeah, he was awful. Today. Yeah, like, like you, you can't, you can't, ex- like these, these type of types of starts aren't acceptable from every, any, anyone, regardless of what you do in your other outings. You can't give up six runs as a starting pitcher. You can't give up five runs in an inning and put your team out of a game, you know, in the second inning. So, I mean, it, these are it's it's two back to back pretty bad outings from Rich Hill. He really needs to get back to where he was before when he did roll off, you know, a pretty consistent string of of decent starts, kind of from mid April to mid May. So he needs to get back to that. These last two have not been good. That's fair. Um. All right. Outside that, again, there's really not a whole lot to really, to really talk about. No, I, I just need to see more fight from this team. 
And like I said, that's start from the top all the way down to the bottom now. But also in the same sense, there's not a whole lot of talent there to fight with. Yeah, and I mean, I get it. Once you kind of get down by a whole lot, it's tough to have fight in like a 10-run game. But they we're now almost all the way through May, and the Pittsburgh Pirates have not won a single game that they were losing after the sixth inning. Not one single come-from-behind victory late in a ballgame. Hasn't happened yet. Yeah. Um, that's kind of crazy because even even with like the bad Pittsburgh Pirates team that I can remember in recent history, they always showed some life, showed showed some fight at the end. You'd always get some walk off winners that were like fun games to watch. We just haven't had that this year. And um, we even talked about that as yeah, as most recent as last year and like the year before. Like as bad as the teams were, that's kind of what we gave Shelton like a little bit of pass and like a little bit of uh, you know, this team at least fights. Like they're bad. This is an atrocious team. But even the ninth inning, you're seeing them fight. Yeah. It was one of those oh, – no. I mean, we're now seeing, you know, the whole month of April. So all these stories, you know, you could see on TV, you know, this team's having fun. This team's having fun. Well, it's a lot – it's really fun to win baseball games. What isn't fun is losing games and getting your brains beat in. Uh, so we're now seeing the team getting punched in the mouth over and over and over again. They're not having fun as they shouldn't be really, uh, but they're not, um, they're not really responding well to this adversity. Uh, they, they need more people to kind of just pick it up. Mitch Keller has kind of been the only one where I feel like he's taken the ball a few times this month after long losing streaks and just been like, yeah. we're not losing another game. And Mitch Keller has gone out there and he's won games by himself. Uh, there aren't a lot of people who have, have kind of been able to do that this month for, for the pirates. Uh, he's been kind of the lone exception, but uh, yeah, just uh, starting pitching has been fine. Today was bad and it cost him the, the game today. Right. Offense has been atrocious. And still this offense game. has been bad. I mean, really outside, outside Marcano Palacios, everything else kind of came late in the game. So those were the only two with it, showing any signs of life before the game was, pretty much out of reach right you know jim though i have to say something i felt like we are more than just like a pirates podcast you know we provide more of a service than just that have you ever air fried burgers i've not i don't use the no. air fryer we've had this conversation before i like never use it you're right when you do you just put it away for months and then take it back out i haven't used it. i haven't used that air fryer in two years yeah. not bad not bad just rule of note, if you do, don't melt the cheese in the air fryer. Yeah, I would feel like that would be a... I mean, maybe if you were going to do it just for like 30 seconds. No, not even 30 not seconds. Not even that. That cheese just okay. flies off and it's all in your air fryer. Gotcha. I had there no cheese on my burger. So just giving some people some some uh, advice if you've never done so and are thinking about it. Air fry burgers, they're good. But do the cheese somewhere else or just let it sit there and melt on its own for like three minutes you should have recorded this and then we could have just broken this down instead of the post game show to be honest we'll have a yinza breakdown on on, air the, fry on, the, on the burger and yeah. how to melt cheese yeah because honestly that sounds way more interesting than anything that i saw earlier today it was and it was it's much more satisfying that's for sure <laughs> 
Oh yeah, that that provides way more positive value to yourself than than watching this baseball game. I I took so much war in those burgers. Yeah. Than what I saw from this game. Yeah. Anyways, I feel like we should get out of here. Yeah, I think that's a good idea. All right, Jim. Well, for those that stayed watching, thank you. (laughs) Bye. See you guys. Uh, I got to get out of here. Hold on. Where are we at? There it is. Hey, you all. Thank you for watching. I know we try to provide the most entertaining content that we can, uh, and we'd love to spread it to as many people as possible. So uh, I know it doesn't seem like a lot, but if you could take the five seconds to like this video and subscribe to the page, it helps out so much more than you know. Thank you, and let's go Bucks. 